Hey, Stu, your rent's due, motherfucker. Hey, Aries, you heard about that new uh, podcast app called Anchor? I sure did, Andy. Guess what? It's time to pay some bills. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free. And they have tons of creation tools that allow you to record and edit your own podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. And we know you know about that money, Jew boy. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. So go download your Anchor app now for free, or you can go to anchor.fm to get started today. Can you feel it, baby? That money? Yeah. And don't be pulling that falling down the stairs shit on me, you hear? Oh, I got a live one here. Oh boy. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of Spears and Steinberg. I'm the Jew when he's the jerk. I'm the jerk today? I think I know I'm gonna take that title <laughs> right the fuck back. <laughs> Holy shit, I've never seen you this relaxed. Nigga, you got ankles and feet and toes exposed. You got no socks and shoes on. I'm in my room. I, I am seeing the white Andy that would walk at a gas station on cut bare concrete. No, no, no. I would not walk on Holy shit, this nigga got his motherfucking claws out. Do not work with dirty feet. Um, and you know how I feel about naked feet, nigga. This is we are this is a threshold we are crossing. This is my room. All right, fuck. I, I, uh, so the more comfortable we get, the less we got on. No, this is it. This is this is where I am on shorts and a t-shirt, and I got my hat on because I didn't do my hair because like I didn't put any. I didn't. Well, I haven't washed. I haven't done anything today because <sighs> if you look outside, uh, it's shitty weather. Very. And I I just made a commitment to staying in the room, and I ordered uh, pizza, and uh, I ain't moving. All right, well. If this is the game we're going to play, next time you come to my room, be prepared, brother. To motherfucking, the the, the, the mongoose will be loose. No, this is the minimum. This is the minimum. We can't cross this threshold. All right. Um, so last night, uh, no, Saturday, uh, I think you told me Friday. You said people walked out of my show, right? Uh, yeah. Describe to me. Uh, tell me what you told me. Uh, it's, uh, a white couple. Ah, now it really makes sense. Go ahead. Very preppy looking right. like a couple. Right. Uh, he was offended by uh, how racial you are. Yes. Was he specific? N- he wouldn't be specific. Exactly. I asked him. I said, well, what are you talking about? Because I don't find your set to be racial other than you do describe some things on both sides of uh, the white and black coin. But it's not ra- – it, nothing in there was of any substance that should be uh, – painful right but he wouldn't be specific i asked him three times i said what what specifically are you talking about and uh and he said you know just all that racial stuff and i said okay but i'm not i'm not in the room i'm out here i was said i was sending up the t-shirts right and i said but what specifically because it doesn't make any sense to me because i don't find him that way what did you hear this would be a great time to now present based on someone uh, uh, uh not someone else's suggestion but Andy mentioned it last week on the podcast, but to introduce to the fans, Nigga News Network. 
I'm your anchor, Ari Spears, going live now from uh, Connecticut. Uh, correspondent, is that what you call them, anchors? Yeah, correspondent, yeah. Correspondent Andy Steinberg. With NNN News. With NNN News. <laughs> Andy, um, I'm in my bed, and I'm looking through my Facebook. Uh-oh. And Sean not that he would listen to this podcast, but it's who you're talking about. Does he look preppy? He's white. And prep, but does he look... Well, I'm going to show you his picture. I don't know if you'll be able to tell if this is him. Oh, I'll be able to tell. I remember this dude. I think that was him. I thought the dude was a little younger than that, to be honest. Okay. Uh, I think this is the guy. Um, But if he's not, fuck it. Uh, We'll make him to be the guy, just like they made niggas to be what they were. (laughs) Back in the 1920s, I, it could it could be him because I was looking at the girl he's with too. So uh, okay, it may, it may be. Um, he writes me this as I'm looking through my Facebook. Uh, you suck, Aries. Had some peeps at your show at Funny Bones in Connecticut Friday night. Complete shit show. You scumbag. Your show is complete ripoff. Go back and complain about racism. You're half the reason there is that shit. Fuck you and the shit you rolled in on. Go back to Compton, fucktard. My two cents along with the rest of my posse. White guy said posse. Holy shit. We know we're in trouble. And then he gave me two middle finger emojis. So I said to him, I still got your money. I still got you and your posse money. Laugh out loud. (laughs) And he goes, had free comps for that shit, for that shithole. So a few rip off overpriced drinks and us walking out was all the shithole got. If you cleaned up half your half-ass act, this country probably be in a better place. I try and respect all people, but your jokes are a joke. Great comedy is great, but your shit ain't going anywhere. The struggle is real. Now, here's the key parts here. Build a fucking wall and make America great. To which I responded, how ironic that you would, put the fi- you would point the finger of me- at me and accuse me of being racist, but yet you're telling me to go back to Compton, which is the same connotation as saying going back to Africa, as though you assume that I'm from the ghettos of Compton. I don't know what it is specifically that tickled your sensitive pussy, but grow some nuts, motherfucker, and speak up. I'm sorry it makes you uncomfortable to hear the truth, and it never fails. Once you make white folks angry, that's when you see their true colors. To which he responded... Fuck you. Compton refers to your West Coast shit talking. I got plenty of redneck. I'm going to wait for you to finish this text because I want you to be focused so that we can have a dialogue. Go ahead. Go ahead. I got plenty of redneck motherfuckers. uh, uh, Plenty of redneck. uh, Plenty of redneck nuts, motherfucker. Redneck nuts. Yeah, redneck nuts. Wow, I like. I got plenty of redneck nuts. I like that, though. I like that. Put that on a T-shirt. I got redneck nuts. Holy shit. I don't know if that's uh, painful or just angry balls. Um, Tanning too long outside. Yes. There you go claiming race in any issue, bringing up, I got a lot of black. I want to make sure I read this right because this context is important. Here you go claiming race in any issue you bring up. Okay. He should have put a period. You know, let me just stop for a second. Even in my rage, even in my anger, when I'm going at motherfuckers, I'm very spot on about grammar and punctuation. I'm not. I want you to be able to read my fuck yous. This motherfucker puts a, hey, Sean, periods, nigga. You got shit, shit sentence running in together. Uh, 
I and here's another thing. I got a lot of black Puerto Rican and Jamaican friends, but I also know a lot of lazy fucking disrespectful minorities along with a fair share of white trash. I'm not angry. Do what you do. But your shit sucks point blank. I work 60 a week and pay my fucking taxes. Why you say go back to Africa is because you can't wait to justify that bullshit. I'm USA all the way. And this country owes me nothing. I see the underlying bullshit message in that as though niggas think we owed something. And actually we are reparations, which we still never got. But let me plow through this. You ain't getting them. Yeah. Government does not give me shit. Uh, and just, just again, like, see, white people, uh, to some white people, you motherfuckers think you slick with your little passive aggressive shit and your underlying meanings underneath the underlines. Come on, I see all this bullshit. Government don't give me shit. So niggas get handouts. More white people on welfare than black people. But let me plow through this. So just giving you a heads up on some people. On how some people feel about your show. I'm sure you pack the joint night in and night out. Bring your shit show to Springfield at MGM Casino. I'm sure they would like your brand of comedy. Roll the dice. I'm sure I will come out and see you again. If you are a true professional, you take the criticism and move on. Or I put it on the podcast. My reaction, it just hit me. It was the Trump stuff. I bet you everything was funny to you till then. I fucked with your boy and you having a black oh and you having black and Hispanic friends is exactly what racists say when they don't want to be called racist. Dude, fuck out of here. To which he replied, Trump don't mean shit to me. Uh guys are fucked hard like the rest of the pol- like the rest of the political ass hates Trump. Don't sign my check, so don't go there. He is an asshole just like the rest of them. Throw Obama in there too. I could care two fucks if they're black or white, and I'm far from racist. I work in Holoki, Massachusetts, and 90% Hispanic, 25 years, so don't give me that shit. I hate all you lazy fucks. Black, white, Hispanics, and you know what? Um, what's my people's name from Do the Right Thing? Uh, Sal from the pizzeria. Yeah. They worked in an all-black neighborhood, so don't give me that shit. Uh, just because you work there don't mean you like them. Uh, black, white, Hispanic. If you don't work, fuck you. I could care less if you call me racist. Need to look in the mirrors as your boy's always looking for a govy handout. Who's my boys again? Uh-huh. Aries, good luck with your comedy career. But really, get a real job. You might need that 401k in the future. To which I responded, I make more money than you've ever dreamed of. But be specific, sugar nuts. What joke or jokes got you feeling like a sensitive bitch? He responds, dude, good luck. I'm sure you make a ton playing at 15 bucks at ticket venues and you're giving out comp tickets you're right my nuts are super coated good luck aries it's america everybody gets a chance don't really care about your jokes you pick the material you run with it i responded exactly evade the question what joke specifically got your pussy wet and this was his last response why do you care you got your preferred audience run with it not evading anything every comedian has their own crowd i'm just not a fan of yours but to each his own just wanted to let you know how some people felt not racist not political i could care less on your skin or political belief then why are we having this fucking conversation just thought your jokes made some super some people in our in your group uncomfortable just letting you know so good luck aries call it what you want talk shit uh, call people pussies if that's your game. Karma's a bitch. Sooner or later, shit bits you back. All right. A couple things. So you mean to tell me, sir, the gold bonds joke didn't make you laugh? You mean to tell me 
the uh, when a man hugs me and touches my lower back didn't make you laugh. All the daughter stripper shit didn't make you laugh. Motherfucker, everything was funny to you up until I fucked with your boy. And the fact that this motherfucker, I kept saying to him, be specific. Tell me the jokes that pissed you off. And he refused because it was the Trump stuff. Prior to that, it was build a wall, make America great again. But then you talk about you don't give a fuck about Trump. So which which is it? You played yourself, homie. You told on yourself. Fuck out of here, man. I'm Aaron Spears for the Nigga News Network. Andy? Well, I, 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 have a, I have a quick take on something else you said in there. You said Sal's Pizza and you went to do the right thing. Uh, so you're saying that the dudes at Sal's Pizza didn't like the, didn't like the neighborhood? I'm not talking about the dad. I'm talking about the racist son. John Turturro's yeah, character. Yeah, yeah, I know. No. He, he, hated, he, hated, he hated working there. He hated the people. Yeah, yeah, but 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 the the dad he like he he he, he tolerated him. Yeah, he said I don't got a problem with these people. All right, I was just I was just because there was a lot of different meanings in that movie. Right, but you know what I was specifically yeah, saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got yeah. once you said John Tutorial. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and I still don't think that he hated him. I don't think that he. Well, you don't think who hated him? You think Tutorial hated Dude, him? Do you, the character? Do you, do you did you watch that movie a hundred times? Come on, man. That was the whole point of Spike Lee and him talking near the payphone when he goes, "Who's your favorite basketball player? Right. Magic Johnson. Who's your favorite rock star? Prince. Who's your favorite this?" And he goes, "Michael Jackson." He goes, "All your so-called peop- favorite people yeah. are niggas, but you don't like niggas." Yes. I think it's the insecurity of it. I, I I I think there's an insecurity there with white dudes that get that way. No, not so much as that it's a hatred. Let's not, it's an let's not veer to that's off topic. No, because this, this let's goes, go back to this. No, guy. because now this goes right into this guy. Okay, explain it to me. I think it's an insecurity because anytime you bring some shit up that goes against what uh, their core belief, instead of being able to ha- articulate an argument, they go right for bullshit. Let me ask you this: D- What do you think got him upset? Because you and I asked him the same thing. Yeah. Specifically, what was said by me that came off as racist? And I'm telling you now, other than the, um, when I talk about the, the, the deaf people saying nigga, which ain't even about white, white people. people. It's no, about it's deaf people. people. Yeah. And how uh, the word nigga and racism is so entwined into yeah. the American culture. It's about that. Well, and, and then the other yeah. thing was about the cops and the, and the, and the, and the, and the, uh, and, and the booty hole. So other than that, it has to be Trump. It has to be Trump. But your Trump bit. Oh, come on now. Is is all of what? 30 seconds of your whole It doesn't matter. I'm 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 not pro Trump. And for anybody that's This happens here in Connecticut. Oh shit, they're coming for me. That white dude called somebody. He heard the He heard the podcast already. <laughs> Get them niggas. Um <laughs> But if I'm not pro-Trump, and I'm clearly not in that bit, and you are, job done. But You're offended. I'm not painting that motherfucker in any positive light. I'm talking about the fact he can't fuck. I'm talking about the fact that he's, uh, he's, he's not a... Uh, uh, he's not a... What's the word I'm fucking looking for? Uh, I'm going to say he's not as capable as... as, as, as competent. O- competent as Obama. So, so trust me, if you're not a, a, a Obama fan, if you are a Trump supporter, that joke triggers you. It's a really small amount of your whole act. So for that to, to, for that to have the laughter that you would get and to get to that one place and differ with this is what, so this is where we are in the country though right now that is really disturbing. You can't differ with someone. 
if I I can't I, if you surround yourself with only people who think like you, you believe you're right without anything to back that up, other than all the people around you feel the same way. You have to have people around you that have different opinions. This is how conversations happen. This is how debate happens. This is how we grow as people. And it seems with social media and our enhanced way of communicating in moments that no one wants to be smart anymore. They want to be right. And to be right, all you have to do is be around other people that agree with you, and then you're right. Yeah, you're you a bunch of dumb fucking morons that, are, that, the, that think you're right. To the other side. And this is a bigger problem. This is a bigger. This is this is this is just a symptom of the, of the bigger problem. And he falls into that group. If that's if that's what if that's what triggered him. It had to be. I, it couldn't I, have been anything else. No, I don't think it. I, I think, I think personally, that some of the stuff that I say makes white people more uncomfortable in a room, especially early in the room, uh, than some of the stuff that that than the. Than the the Trump thing, I make people uncomfortable. I make white people uncomfortable only because in a mixed room, I'm saying some things that they're looking around. I see white people look around like, is this okay? I make them uncomfortable that way. I don't question their politics like you do. So I don't I don't know, man. I would have think that he would have been. But he had, you know what? It probably was him because he had to tell me. He could have just walked out of the Oh, room. and then there was the other thing. And you told me, he, 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 and I don't, I, I, don't, I don't know if I'm connecting these two in terms of you know should they be connected but didn't you also say something about uh somebody said to you yo you were funnier than him yeah was that him no that wasn't him oh that wasn't him no no that was and what she didn't say that i was really funnier than you last night what she said is we were both funny she doesn't she was uncomfortable with some of the sexual uh jokes that you do so she liked my set because it didn't have that same kind of sexuality how old was she uh Right in that uncomfortable age, right around the the mid to late thirties. That's an uncomfortable age. Yeah, because you're changing. You're just coming off your prime. Yeah, you're changing. You're changing. No, fuck. Let the fuck out of here, yo. If you are uncomfortable with anything sexual as a woman at in your thirties, late thirties is what I'm saying. Oh, that pussy's done. That that that. I'm just telling you what you said. I don't know. I I, I don't. You got to be like fifty, maybe. Your with the hot flashes when you start going through that. That's 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 later. Yeah, come on. You can't be. You still almost in your prime. We're talking. We're in a very Catholic, uptight area. You're you're not in your young, youthful where you think you can do whatever you want to do. Now you're you're married and you're getting a little older. You have kids. I feel sorry for who marries that bitch. It's over. Uh, You know, there's other things in life. They can go to church. <laughs> All right. Um, uh, oh, wait, wait. We're not done with the. Oh, we're not. Well, I'm waiting on you to get busy. Uh, well, you didn't have someone just walk out. You also had someone that had to be taken out this week. Oh, shit. That's right. <laughs> I almost got stabbed. <laughs> that, that's so funny. got stabbed. That's so funny that that's the second one on your list of what happened I totally here. totally forgot you, that. And you almost forgot it. Holy shit. And let me just point out that this club is also the, the scene of the last assault that I had taken part in. Uh, I don't know what it is about this club, man. Uh, even though I heard some stories about D-Ray and Eddie Griffin. So apparently this club has a... Uh, a history of shaking shit up with comics in the crowd. Um, but yeah, last time I was here, I said, not the last time, but once I was here, black girl threw a Heinz plastic ketchup bottle and smashed me in the face. 
because she was being a cunt, and I called her out. And uh, <laughs> when I turned my head ever so slightly to the right, kapow. She had a good um, arm, though. Very good arm. She she was right in pocket, nigga. <laughs> um, yeah, Thursday. Was that Thursday night? I thought it was. Was it Thursday or was it Friday? I don't even remember anymore because it's been a weird weekend. I think it was Thursday. Um, no, Friday, it was first fr- show. Friday, first show, I think. Yeah, yeah, that's right, because yeah. Thursday we was in fucking Rhode Island. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's right. So, yeah, Friday first show, uh, again, has to be somebody drunk. This dude with his girl is sitting uh, was it? 5 o'clock from my stage center left. And uh, they're both fucking wasted. And I could tell they were wasted because they just kept French kissing each other as though they were alone in a park. You know, and... and uh, you said you even had some problems with him. I, I, I mean, I, I stopped at the beginning because at that when I, I was on stage, he was he was trying to lay down some. You know, he was giving words. He was, you know, he was in it. He was <laughs> he was trying to massage her with his verbal skills. Right. And and I just finally looked at him and I and I, and I stopped. And everybody was looking at him. They everyone in right. the crowd from uh, the 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 left side of the room right. all knew what was going on. Not everybody on the other side because right. they could hear it. And so when I stopped to look at him, everybody else was looking at him and it got uncomfortable to him. So he looked up and I go, dude, are you guys okay? And he's like, yeah, yeah. And I go, well, right. I mean, I, I, I can hear you, you know, we can all hear you. I go, I'm not crazy. I mean, everybody's looking at you cause we can hear right. you and we all know you want to fuck. Right. But I mean, do I mean, if you really need that, if you need the time, I mean, we can go out, we can, we can go out there. Right. And everybody starts laughing. He was. He was me mugging you from then on. Oh, the whole time. So he was already heated. Right. Well, by the time I got on, he wasn't heated anymore, but he was deeper into his ridiculousness. So, you know, every now and then I'd say something and you'd hear him. Yeah. So I ignored it once or twice and I told him to shut the fuck up. Then at one point he went to the bathroom and it was just his bitch there. And she kept going over the top. And you know how much I hate that. So I had to address her. So finally he comes back and then I really checked the motherfucker and he stands up, takes his sports coat off, starts gesturing with his hands. Come on, come on. Like he either wanted me to step down and throw hands with him. Hey, yo, you want me to throw hands with you? Uh, Or he's going to rush the fucking stage. So, of course, I tell him, you know, and this ain't the first time this shit has happened. I go, hey, homie, don't don't let this TV shit fool you, nigga. You ain't fitting to rush the stage. First of all, look behind you. See them goons sitting back there? You think them two big black niggas is going to let you? And, you know, so there was that. And then didn't he say he was something that you called him out, though, because he said, I'm a... He tried to throw some race stuff in there. Yeah, he, he said something about him being white. And um, and then you called him. You said no. That there's some other stuff in there. It was, it was right. just funny. It, and the whole crowd was on. I mean, the yeah, crowd yeah, was the, in the, it. the crowd knew he was a dick and had to go. So he kept threatening, saying, "I'm gonna see you after the show. I'll see you when I get out there." And you know, like nigga, whatever. So finally, he leaves. I get off stage. We go to go sell the merch, and somebody tells me, "Yo, the cops just arrested him." This motherfucker pulled the knife. He was waiting f- to stab me. After the fucking show. And when uh, I guess two ladies saw him pull out the knife and they the ones that alerted the police who just happened to be in the area because the comedy club is inside of a mall. Um, And, you know, they got the the, the mall security, which ain't shit. But uh, a cop just happened to be in the area. So mall security alerted the popo and dude tried to throw the knife in the bushes 
and they found a knife and arrested him and his girl. And the motherfucker drove from, I think, Boston. He was two hours out to come here, and he just met the bitch. So they weren't even like boyfriend, girlfriend. They were like on their third month of fucking around. And uh, a, a big a table of white women all looked after her who loved me to death. These white ladies love me to death. Several, several of them kept going, oh, my God, can we touch you? Can we hug you? You smell so good. We love you. So they ended up looking after the drunk bitch to make sure she got an Uber back to where she was at. And this motherfucker, I guess, ended up spending his night in jail. Uh, but he was going to try to stab me, yo. It reminds me of that scene. Do you uh, that movie I gave you the Heckler, the the Jamie Kennedy right. one, where Robert Kelly's talking about that guy comes by mm-hmm. and he goes and he opens up his jacket and he had a sword. Mm. It's not a sword. He had a sword. <laughs> and when yeah, that that's the first thing I thought about when they uh, they said that it went down. But uh, how see, weird I, is that? I, I've catch a bottle to the face, potential stabbing. Uh, the dude in Orlando who's going to beat me with the sleeves, the denim sleeves. Um, the one nigga in Columbia, South Carolina who wanted to fight me, the two bitches up in, uh, Calgary, Canada, the one who threw the beer picture at me, the other one who wanted to get on stage, but her boyfriend stopped her, Sacramento, the dude wanted to get on stage. Yeah, I think I've had, uh, seven motherfuckers or eight that wanted to assault me. In how long? In the, in the course of a couple of years. So I'm doing good with just one dude who wanted to be my yeah, ass in San Francisco. Yeah, yeah, I'm yeah, doing all right. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Jesus, dude. Yeah. The road. I mean, we got to pick it up. I think we're a little, we're not touching enough people. That's exactly, all. exactly. We got um, to have some more, we got to have, we got to get some more <laughs> fire going there. Uh, let me, let me get into this email real quick. From Shamor Emery, my girl. Uh, oh, shit. Shamor Emery. Where's the other one, goddammit? Um, okay. White girl? No, black girl. Yeah. She was um <laughs> she was a fan of 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 uh, of mine on Instagram and she was talking about how she been listening to the podcast and loves it. And uh she's but she just started, so she's kind of binge listening going backwards. And I said, because, uh, of course, you know, like I said, one of my favorite episodes is uh, the Pussy Podcast. So I said, sweetie, check out number 27 and let me know what you think. I want your thoughts. So she was like, oh, my God, everything you said was on point. And uh, she was like, yeah, because today most men don't know how to get in touch with how to talk to women. And they too macho to want to, you know, caress them and foreplay and make love and so I was like, you know, I want, I really want a woman's perspective. What's some of the, because she said, you wouldn't believe some of the wild shit that dudes have said to me. And I said, email me and, and, and tell me what it is. So she emailed me, and this is from my girl, Shamor Emery. I told her I would read it on the podcast. Uh, these are some of the things men have said right off the bat or within three minutes in the conversation. Hey, baby, you're beautiful. You got them DSLs. For those of you who don't know, DSL stands for dick sucking lips. Do we do we want to pick any race that goes with any of these uh... niggas? Okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah, these niggas. Let's see if there's any white dudes coming in this one. Damn, you built like an insta thought. Damn. <laughs> I said, I said I was all natural. He then asked me if I acted like one, and asked if he was, and and asked if I was trying to fuck. After saying I'm married, I ain't trying to pay your bills. Oh, after I'm saying I'm married, he said, I ain't trying to pay your bills, just trying to get a taste. I had on a form-fitting dress. He looks at my breasts. Those, damn, those are real, huh? Let me get a feel. And he opened his arms to try to hug me. One guy said he wanted to pay for my gym membership and watch me work out. 
We were in a grocery parking lot. That sounds like a white dude. Yes, I like that. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, yeah, right. Love to watch you work out. Um, and then I said, uh, I said, uh, wow. And she goes, right. And this is only the beginning. Laugh out loud. I forgot. Right after that Drake song, only got only, only one guy song. Only one guy said, I'm like Drake. I like my girls. BBW. What's that stand for? BBW. Yeah. Um, big black women. Oh, okay. Uh, you want to suck me dry and then eat lunch, which is a line from the song. I have to damn a nigga did a line from a song. I have to say he did laugh to try to play it off. I told him he didn't have Drake's money, so he might want to pick a different song. <laughs> Checkmate. Thank you for that, Shamar. Um, wow, niggas really are you really niggas is that fucking bold and ridiculous, dude? But I said that to you when we read this. If you throw that out a hundred times, it only works once. It still worked once. You can throw that out a hundred times in like a, a, a day or two days. Okay, but if I'm starving and I do one thing a thousand times and only eat from it once, it's time for a new tactic. Yeah, but maybe they weren't eating before at all. <sighs> Jeez. Fellas, I hope... Th- don't be that lame. Like, don't, don't, I, I understand some niggas ain't got game, but that's just beyond not having game. That's just vulgarity. With no true purpose. And any bitch that falls for that, you got to question that pussy. Uh, you know. You roll with it until it doesn't work for you anymore. I'm not saying I wouldn't do that. I wouldn't do that. I don't have that. I don't have that kind of. I If I said something like that, I would start laughing and have to walk away. But. but, but. But what would make you even want to say some shit like that? Like, like to believe you honestly got a chance of getting some ass, being that, to, to just say to a bitch, hey, you got some dick sucking lip. What woman off the bat would be turned on by that? I, I said to a girl once that I just looked at her and I go, God. And she looked at me. She just laughed. She goes, what? And I go, really like to throw it in you. <laughs> Were you high? Were you fucked up? No, I just you were sober? <laughs> yeah, I just thought, well. It's not. It's not going to happen anyway. So I might as well just say it. And at least it'll be funny. She, we, Did she laugh? She laughed. That's kind of ballsy. Throw it in you. I think throw it that. I, I don't know why I said that one in. I think throw it in you is the funniest thing you could say to somebody. Right. So it always makes me laugh. Uh, and then we we met uh, Aunt Smash. Oh yeah. Yeah. Very energetic. Yeah, uh, and thank you, brother. It's yeah. good to meet you, man. Goddamn, brother. Put a you know, you know. We read these emails, and of course, we don't have faces with these names and these and these emails. And uh, it's great to get that positive energy. Yeah, man. Yeah. So that's what's up, yo. Uh, uh, what, what else? Uh, yeah, and I posted some pictures. I think I posted his picture too. Um, I'm trying to find this one thing, I, and I know I put it in my archives list. For uh, the emails, but there's the, the dude had the idea about uh, you saying the N word, and I told you comedically that there's a way that we could pull this off where it would be hilarious, but you had to be all in and commit. Do you remember? Yeah, kind of, but I, you know what? Okay. You don't have that email? Yeah, I, I could look it up, but. But what? I know that I know that to you it's very like it to you it's about the comedy. Uh, here we go. You backing out? No, I, no, it's I, not I, about I backing out. It. It's not about backing out. This is the this is the thing. What's the purpose for you to even ask that question? Means you you backing out? No, no, no. Here's no. what I think you do. Here's what I know you do sometimes when we hang out after a show. I know it's funny. And no, no, no. And, and we have a couple drinks. 
like anybody that drinks, you get your bravery shit together and you be down. Then the next day when you sober up, you turn back in there. You turn back into Andy. No, here's what it, here's what it is. It, it, it's what it's oh, it's what what do you if, if I can't believe that it makes it if, if it makes it funny, I guess it's funny. And I should be all stop. Stop right there. You just said. Say that again the way you just said if it. If it makes it funny. If it makes it funny, I guess it's funny. You can't put make and guess in the same thing. That, that's a half-assed commitment. No, you can't go, if it makes it funny. If it makes it funny, then it's funny. Then you can't go, if it makes it funny, I guess. There's not more than one way to tell the same joke? And both of them are funny? No, because sometimes if the punchline relies on the word... Then you can't replace the word. Okay, but there's other people who are going to tell you if the punchline relies on that one word, that word specifically, then it's not really a funny joke. Oh, stop it. I'm not going to say that's true or not stop true. Stop it. Just say You said it like you believe it. I'm saying. You said that with conviction. I wrote a joke that has it in it. So, it's so not, then is it funny? It's funny, but it has meaning to it too. Okay, so exactly. But you just said if it's funny. So do you believe your joke is funny? It's fucking hysterical. Now follow it up with I guess. But I guess to some people, it might be offensive. Annie, I'm going to tell you something. I swear to God, I mean this. <laughs> you overthink this. I do you, over. You, you, you overthink it. Because again. But not just there. No, I no, overthink no, no. everything. I, I know, but you, you got to get off that. Because it's hurting your funny. It's hurting your funny. I'm telling you. When I was listening to, I was listening to uh, Opie and Anthony and, and Patrice uh, yesterday. And there was a part where Anthony just said it so comfortably. Now, yeah, we all can sit here and argue. Anthony's a fucking racist. But Anthony isn't working either. Yeah, he is working. Okay. But when he does it, it's funny in terms of context, in terms of timing. But my point is, Anthony knows it's funny. And the majority of the people that are listening to it know it's funny because they're not overthinking it. They know it for what it is. For for that moment in time, in the context of what they're talking about, it's necessary. It's the main ingredient to the secret sauce. If the joke is the secret, is the sauce, whatever that secret is to make it the sauce, that's the ingredient. If you were reading from a fucking, uh, what do you call it, a uh, cookbook, and it said for this joke, um, t- uh, a quarter teaspoon of setup, uh, Three cups of 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 uh, of of uh, commitment and uh, uh, a, a pinch and a half of of nigger. It would be in the cookbook. And I'm telling you, dude, when when Anthony said it, it was so funny and so necessary. Not one time that I go, oh, yo, man, come on. I went, yo, it, it, yeah. He didn't even think about it, and it was what was necessary and what was needed. And I just went to myself, dude, you, you overthink this shit, dude. And it, and it hurts you sometimes. Because, again, when you don't commit, I don't, and, and, I don't, and even though I know there's a difference between what we do and people in the audience, I don't give a fuck how funny somebody is in the audience. There's a difference between playing pickup ball and playing pro ball. And there are some people who are funny who've never touched the mic. Who've never gotten on stage. They're the funniest motherfucker at the office party. They're the funniest family member at the family reunion picnic. But that don't make them pros. We are pros. But I'm telling you, for people who aren't pros, I think an audience can smell when a comic doesn't commit. Oh, I, it, I agree. It's, it's something I in agree. the way they say it. It's something in the way they strut. They can smell when, eh, he was nervous. 
Because when you commit to that shit, there's nothing like it. There's nothing like it. Um, this fucking insult comic who's on a lot of these Comedy Central roasts. Can't think of his name. I think he's some English dude. Very swarmy like. Uh, and I mean that in a good comedic way. Paul, I think it was Paul Provenza had a show on Showtime that was kind of like Comics the Unleashed. Room? The Green Room? Show? I think so, yeah. but but without the censorship. And he said to the guy, what's the most insulting, offensive joke you've ever told? And the guy goes, God, I don't want to butcher this because it was so genius. Uh, something about... <laughs> Shit. We have to... Hold on. Pull, pull it up. Pull, put it yeah, because this shit, I don't want to fuck this up. So I didn't want to butcher the joke. So, because I, I would have, but I found it on YouTube. And so this is Paul Provenza asking Jimmy Carr what's the most offensive joke he's ever told. Is the most offensive joke that you've ever written? The, if only Africa had more mosquito nets, then every year we could save millions of mosquitoes from dying needlessly of AIDS. <laughs> Gotta stick the fucking landing. And when you do your gymnastics flip, you falter on your landing. Stop overthinking this shit, Andy. It's comedy. It's the business we've chosen. This is like the mafia. This is the business we're in. Untuck your fucking balls from your thighs. Every joke that I do on stage, I stick to landing. I, I know, but what I'm saying to you is when we come up with bits, if we come up with a skit, if we come up with anything that has the word nigga in it, and you have to say it because it's the ingredient for the sauce, nigga, stick the fucking landing. This almost makes me angry, and I get passionate about this, because I'm going, dude, you're in the fucking business of comedy. Don't you see that? Dude, Who? who what other white person's running around even putting it in their act? That's not enough. You can't, you can't just be, you're comfortable because it's your act. Because Outside of your act, if it's funny, what are you, what are you guessing for? You just said it. If it's funny, I guess. What are you guessing it for? You only you only play basketball in your backyard. No. If you're a basketball player, you can go to any gymnasium, you can go to any pickup court and pick up the ball and play the fucking game. It's what you do. I, play ball. I can't tell my joke in any other way than I do it on stage. I'm not talking about that. Yeah. If it's not your joke, but you play ball, yeah. you're a comic, aren't you? Yeah. You know funny, don't you? Yeah. Well, play fucking ball. If it was that simple... And I'm not disagreeing with you. You got to understand, I don't disagree with you. But if it was as simple as you're saying, then every every comic would be out there just fucking throwing it around like it was no big deal. No, because not every comic has the skills to be funny. You have the skills to be funny, don't you? Yeah. You know what funny is, don't you? Yeah. All right, then. We're not talking about hacks. We're not talking about guys who have no business doing stand-up. If you got business doing stand-up, if you play ball and you belong in the league, nigga ball. Ugh. The one email that the dude wrote where he was talking about, I think the concept was you at the Million Man March or or a march like that, and you're giving this speech, this guy, you got the brothers on your side. 
Yeah, yeah. And somewhere in there, as you end off, you sign off. And I believe in the who, in the who, and you niggas ought to. Dead silence. And I said to myself, yo, I want to do a thing where I know Steve could fire. It's not that hard. But we do the right, we, 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 with special effects, we put an echo on it. And I actually would write out a little bit of the speech for you. And you're giving this passionate speech. And then Steve and I could be on the background with a couple of the brothers. Yeah, that's right. Say that shit. Preach. Uh-huh. Go ahead. Go ahead. The way black people do. And then when you drop that M-pop, that uncomfortable silence, we're here the one black brother in the background go, hey, what that nigga say? <laughs> It's hilarious. It's funny. Yes, look. Did you hear that? Did you hear that that pussy delivery? It's funny. It's funny. Jamie Kennedy did it in the, in his movie uh, when he's up there rapping. So, so what are you saying? Because he did it, it makes it less. Yeah. I'll get the fuck out of here. How many times have you seen Men in Drag in comedy? Yeah, but yeah, but here but you then, go. Here's your, no, here's your out. No, yeah, but no, as a joke, it's already been kind of written and done. There's a thousand jokes that have been written and done. I try to do ones that haven't been written you're, and you're done. You're so full of shit. You're finding ways to get out of that. No, you're, 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 you're finding. You want to do the skit? We'll do the skit. Yes, I want to do the skit because it's hilarious. It's hilarious. We'll do the skit then. Look at you. I wish y'all could see his face right now. It's there. not original. Andy, we can go through Mel Brooks' catalog. We can go through uh, all the A-list comics catalog. You know how much shit has been done over and over and over? Like Bill Cosby said, everybody's talked about everything. It's your take on it. But that's the same take, isn't it? The white dude says it, and then he had everybody going in the audience, and then there's silence, and then there's like, what? Well, who knows? It depends on the content within the joke. That might be the different take. What's written? All right. You are ready to throw your hands up before it's even done. No, I'm just saying if we're going to do it, let's do it. Make it make it worth it. Okay, but what makes it worth it? What's the secret sauce? What's the ingredient? Well, originality is the ingredient that I look for. I wanted to do a podcast uh, eventually where Andy and I, because listen, th- th- I don't want to create no false thing here. Uh, best comedy is based in truth. And again, this this podcast is not even 100 episodes. Uh, we're getting there, but it's still young. I'm saying that to say, um, nothing is smooth the whole way. And and it ain't even a great relationship until you have bumps in the road. There's no way you can have a real relationship with somebody and call it a real relationship or use the, the word family or we tight or we friends until you've at least scratched each other in the face once or twice. Uh, I'm getting to that point where Andy is starting to piss me off because I'm starting to recognize the pussy shit about you sometimes. I really am. Like, uh, you can say whatever you yeah, want to yeah. say to me. There's some pussiness to you sometimes when it comes to this. F- fine. If you think that's fine. But if you want to make it original, if you want to make things original, okay, you did it. It don't have to be original if it's, gr- if it's fucking funny. We're in the business of funny. Original is always great. That's always great. But sometimes... Everything ain't got to be original. It's your take on it. They remake movies all the time. Yeah. Ocean's Eleven was done before. Yeah, and then they put women in it. It didn't work out oh, any good. Okay, fine, but let's go back. The Ocean's Eleven, the Ocean's okay. movies that work with Brad Pitt and Clooney. Okay. That came from Frank Sinatra right. and Sammy Davis Jr. and fucking, what's the handsome, Jim, the Dean. Yeah. So what are you talking about? People remake movies all the fucking time. Ain't it about original? It's about, is this version good? Okay. All right, then. Uh, I, I agree with you on that. If the version's good. 
But like, like different perspectives. Okay, you want me to say the word? I'll, I'll say the word for you right now so that it makes sense to you because I think this is more original. I think there's two takes on your NNN news. Which is what? There could be the NNN news for black folks, which is, the, the, what is it? Nigger News Network. Nigger News Network. And what's the other one? Not Nigger News Network for white people. There. That's more original because now we have two networks, same call letters, and one's for white people. That one's offensive. That one's funny. It's funny that a white person, just to use that word, would come up with that network. I love how you finally said nigga because I got your emotions boiling. <laughs> when you get white people's emotions boiling, no, it's, the, the truth comes out. It's, you just release nigga so quickly and easily than you ever have just Because now. that's funny to me. That was funny. So you want to do the non-nigga news network? I'm saying that. Do you want to do that? No, don't, let's, let's not do that. You just said it's original. You want to do that one instead? Yeah, you want to you write that one? Okay, and with the same conviction that you would have said Nigger News Network, Andy signing off, you'll do the same thing? Yeah, but this is for white folks then. Okay, so it's, a racist, the, what, what, it's a racist fucking pot. Fine, news you statement. have to sign off using the N-word either way. Does it change your comfortability? Well, it did because it made sense to me. That made sense to me as a joke. It made sense to me. I can't wait to receive the emails from people who are who are going to agree with me on this. You don't and, think anybody's going to agree with me? And who have called you out in the past for this tightness you be on. It's not tightness. Right. It's about me believing in what I'm saying. All right. Let's move on because um, we only got uh, 20, 14 minutes left. Okay. I, we need to talk about uh, – I can't leave this podcast without talking about uh, Brody. You want to end on that? No, no, okay. no, but maybe we should just do five minutes on it and then we can end on something up more uplifting. All right, go ahead. Uh, Brody, uh, Stephen Brody Stevens was a, uh, a very well-known comic, especially in, uh, in, in, uh, as, a com- as a store comic out in L.A. Uh, he had his own television show on Comedy Central. He, uh, he warmed up for uh, what, what, what uh, Chelsea Handler show. He warmed up for what's the one? That Best you- damn sports show. And... Uh, he has battled depression uh, for a better part of his uh, his adult life, and uh, he he checked out. He took himself out on, uh, I believe, Thursday night, or they found him Friday mo- Friday morning. They found him Friday mo- Friday morning. Right. And he had hung himself, and uh, I just have to talk about it a little bit because he was important to me. Because uh, there's a lot of people in Hollywood. Uh, obviously, a lot of comics, some people that are really comics, uh, but a lot of people that want to be actors or a lot of people want to be in the industry. And uh, Brody was just a special person, not just his comedy was different. And some people didn't get it. Some people do get it. Some people understand it was more Andy Kaufman esque. whatever you want to say. But the person himself, man, from the day I met him uh, to every time that I seen him, he was nothing but a, a good dude to me. Uh, very few people are like that to me in, in L.A., uh, I can name him on one hand, uh, Adam Ferreira, uh, uh, Theo Vaughn, and Brody. Uh, Theo Vaughn so much so that we can't even get on his podcast, and you know him. I know him, but what, I haven't called him yet. You talked to him once, and he said he would do it. He's and just, and it, since then, there's been nothing. Well, I'll call him. But Theo and I don't v- think he's going to respond to you either. Uh, he may or may not. See, this is what I'm talking about. Now, you just I don't want to get off topic, but you just named Theo Vaughn as somebody nice to you. He's always like a friend, right? He's always been supportive, and whenever he, he's supportive, but he won't return a call to get us on his podcast. I'll call him. You, why, why are you calling him out on our podcast? Because <laughs> I don't think he's going to put us on his. I think he is. Okay. Anyway, um, listen, man. Uh, may he rest in peace, Brody. 
Um, Brody, seriously, nothing but love for you, man. And I'm sorry that I'm sorry that 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 was the only way out. But if that was the way out for you, and you and you feel better, and you can rest, um, sorry it had to be that way. But I understand. Well, I don't understand. Um, but you know what I do understand is that shit sucks. Uh, I think we've all been depressed. I don't know to what extent that you would. It's officially depression from a clinical standpoint. Um, I don't know if it means you got to start taking medicine before it's real or what. But, you know, I know I think we've all thought about suicide. Um, But I know I don't want to die until it's time, uh, whenever that is. Uh, uh, I'm not trying to come off comical, but that's why I fuck so much uh, because you know, when you're depressed and you don't feel good and shit ails you, you look for ways to feel better. And sex feels good. Uh, and I'm always on the hunt to feel good. So whether it's sex, sometimes booze, or whatever my vices are, yeah, we all struggle through some form of depression, I guess. Um, I, you know, I, don't know, I don't know what was in Brody's head. I didn't know the man like that. You know, I knew of him. You know, we would see each other. It was all love, but uh, I, I, I don't know him, and I'm saying that to say I don't know if I could say, hey, maybe it was the industry that drove him to this. might not have been the industry. might have been personal shit, family shit, a lover's quarrel, a woman that left him. Uh, I don't know. Um, but I'll say from what I do know, being in this business, um, when they say you have to have a thick skin, that ain't no bullshit. Because, again, I've said it many times on the podcast. This shit will tear away at your spirit. And whatever idea or thoughts you have of who you are and where you belong to be on a, on a successful food chain, um, if you're not there, if you're having a problem getting there, if you're constantly being slapped in the face, doors closed on you, you're being told and made to feel like you're not good enough, um, and you don't have some sort of foundation, family strength, uh, the love and the strength of your girl, your wife, your kids, something. Um, this business is harsh, man. So again, I don't know what, what went on with him personally. So if, if it was that combined with whatever else, or if it was strictly something else, it sucks. Um, and it sucks to feel ho- hopeless. You know, it's like you can go through in your mind all the shit you go through, I think if you feel some sort of hope that, hey, man, this shit is going to work out. I'm going to get through this. I'm, there's there's a happy ending at the end of this. Um, if you believe in that hope and you really believe it and you see it, even though no one else, even though it looks bleak, you still see it. Maybe that's what gets you through. I don't know. Because um, I've thought about checking out a lot. But I one, I don't like pain. Uh, two... I don't really want to go. Three, uh, like I said, if I get too depressed, I I search for that kitten, nigga. So, you know, uh, damn. It's uh, the reason I say I understand. It's not that I understand taking your life. I just understand that if that's what he felt was his only way out, I'm not going to condemn him for for being. Yeah, I'm not. For, I'm not condemning. I'm, I'm not condemning. That, that's all. That's what I meant by that. I don't want right. anybody to think that I was like. Oh, oh. 
okay with it. It's I'm sad. And when I said that those are the people that I I think are nice to me, uh, I wasn't. There's other people. There's uh, there's Paul Verzi out in, in in New York, and I'm not just naming people. I'm just saying there's good people out there, and I'm not saying the other people aren't good. I'm just saying these are people who actually take their time. And, and know how hard this business is and, and uh, pick some people up when they're down. And I know there's a lot of other people out there who do it, and they have their own friends and their own group of people that they do it. But, man, if you're feeling down, man, grab some people, man. I hope uh, I uh, – Well, if you're feeling down, most times you don't grab people. You need them to grab you. Yeah, but we all need to I, – I don't call a lot of people because I just think uh, – uh, I'm bothering them. And because of that, when I do need to call them, then I am bothering them. And, and so people who I'm friends with and I have your number, uh, expect to get some more phone calls from me. Sorry, I'm going to bother you because I want to be in people's lives. I don't want to be uh, uh, I, at least just so that other people know that I actually give a fuck about them. How do I? <laughs> <sighs> well, Let's let's try to put something funny in there. Okay, do you want to talk about uh, Jesse? Because uh, now now uh, there's been some articles saying that uh, the Jesse uh, how do you say his last name? I don't even know from I, Empire. I don't know. From Empire, yeah. Um, that his uh, that that his alibi what he what he's his what he's giving as his defense is that that thirty five hundred dollars was to to get him in shape. And uh, there's some email, I guess, some text messages that he sent that mm. that make that seem legitimate. And so, and he's saying that he's innocent. Um, but I don't know. If, I, I don't know if this, these guys uh, apparently have said that that's this is what ha- I don't know. This is this story is getting uh, twisted more and more. But it doesn't look good for him. Nah, uh, you know, I think he got fired or is getting written out from Empire. Uh, you know, I wouldn't. I, I just, I, you know, I'm gonna be honest, man. I haven't really followed it too much. I mean, I, you know, I know what I've seen from the the coverage and the celebrities who backed him to now he's lying and all of that. But uh, yeah, I, uh, you know, I just whatever. hate. To, I just hate to see. Uh, like, if first of all, if he's innocent, uh, we need that needs to be figured out. Uh, the other part, though, if he's not, and he said those things, I mean, we have so much racial divide. Fueled by the words of our president, and and I and I can say that I can support some of the stuff he does, and I can condemn some of the most of the stuff he does. But I'm going to say that the way he speaks, I cannot get behind at all. And we already have enough people. We already have that dude dividing us, and we don't need other people just throwing more stuff to divide us uh, as people, as people of this country. Man, somehow we have to figure out a way to come. And, and, and you know that guy right there who build the wall guy. I mean, build the wall is just a chant. More, not so much of even building a wall. It's just a. It, it's more a dividing thing again. I'm just tired of people trying to divide us all the time. I mean, we. I mean, when we do this, uh, make America great again. That means make America great. So that would be everybody included in this whole thing. Right. And, and I don't. Uh, I'm. I'm just tired of the, the divide. I just. I just want to. I just want to walk down the street and just be in America. Is it too simple for you? No, I just think that was the gayest shit I've ever heard. Why it's this fucking fairy tale? But but isn't that the way we should want it to be? I'm not going to say it's even ever going to be that way. But shouldn't that be what you strive for? 
Yeah, okay, but we know it's never going to be that, so let's deal with what is. It, it can be that. Though. It will never be that. It's like it's like trying to stop the drug game. No. You know, racism is big business, just like drugs are big business. And anything that is big business, motherfuckers get killed before the business stops. So ain't gonna, that's, that's, not, that's never going to be realistic. Racism is handed down generation to generation like it's as traditional as Christmas. And Christmas ain't going away. So neither is racism. Uh, but you can people grow. They don't always stay. Yeah, their, they can, don't stay in their you, racist you, you, family. I, I know you can grow, but but you know, uh, I, I'm at this point where I'm I'm no longer this kid with this glimmer in his eye because I believe Santa's coming. I deal with the reality of what is. You know, there's, it just there's a reality to life that, and I'm not trying to be dark, and I'm certainly not trying to live up to the jerk title. But I'm, I'm, I got no. I'm, I'm 43. I got no more room for fantasies. But but then then the experiments failed because the great American experiment let me tell was you that everybody man. from everywhere in the let world me, let can me come tell you live here. Man, I, I, you know I have to even let me go back to Brody for a second. I think that when things happen and they become a moment, people want to be a part of the moment. I I see comics that will sit there and go, "Oh, condolences, Brody, Brody." They didn't give a shit about Brody before. They ain't talked to Brody before. But because he's gone, this is the moment. Now people want to be a part of the moment. Oh, Brody, brother, p- people out there, reach out. Doo-doo-doo. Everybody always does something after the fact. Why don't you reach out before so there isn't a Brody? No one ever wants to do that. They always want to say the right thing after the fact. I don't think that would have stopped Brody from You don't doing know that. I, but I just don't think You don't that. know that. I you don't. just, you even said, you even said, Yo, if you're going through something, reach out, people. I got people whose phone numbers, and I'm gonna call you, and I'm gonna bother you. That's what I'm. You just yeah, said it. But for some people, it might. I, Brody is an exceptional. He's gone through this. He's gone through this break before. I don't know that anybody out there could read. Brody's beloved by a lot of people out out in in his in his circle. I don't, I think he had friends. I think he communicated with people. Obviously, though, when depression gets so great. You I can't put, do anything I about put it. more stock. And please don't, for those of you who are listening, don't think for one second this is about me kissing ass because I am not in that business. The only ass I'm going to ever kiss is a female that's about to give me some pussy. That's the only time I kiss ass. Um, I put more stock in you guys, meaning people who aren't in this industry in terms of, let's say, let's say I really hit rock bottom and I needed a place to stay. I needed some help. I would put more stock in people who I don't know than the people who claim to know me. Meaning, as you sat there and you mentioned Theo Vaughn and Paul Verzi, and I don't really know about Paul too much, but okay. I really question how much stock you put in these people. Because when you sit there and you say, that's why I say, man, I don't take that word friendship lightly. I do not. The people who I call my friends are people who I have bled with. People who I have fought with, people who I know would kill for me, people who I know would give me a roof if I needed it, people who I have broken bread with. So with this notion of friendship, I think people throw it around because it's the right thing to do. But deep down inside, if the shit truly hit the fan, are they your brother in arms in the times you need them? So when you sit there and go, Theo Vaughn, again, I asked Theo. When I asked Theo that night, you were there. He knows you. Yeah, I've asked Theo more than once. So 
give it time. I don't know. All I know is that Theo has called for me to get me on uh, to get me up in other in other rooms across the country. Theo's done that for me. Verzi's done that for me. Uh, Adam takes me out before before I met you and started going out with you. Adam would take me out, and Adam's done things. There's other people out there that ha- that have vouched for me and put their name on the line for me. I'm not saying they're my put best. Put their name sibling. on the line for you in what sense? When Theo mm. called you, what did he call you to do? No, he called me. I, somebody asked if I could get a reference, and one of the people they said, can you get the, a reference from Theo? I called up Theo. He goes, give me their name, their number. He called him, and I was on that show. Uh, I, I, I was booked in that room. It was just not people. There's very few people that have been nice to me in this business. I'm not talking about being best friends. I said nice who who actually care about picking up someone who who could use a break. That's all I'm saying. I wasn't saying that Theo's going to let me stay at his house. All right. But Theo, if, uh, if I'm broke, I hope you let me stay at your house. <laughs> on the dot, we're done. <laughs> all right, man. Um, I'd let you stay at my house. Uh, yeah, I'm sure you would, and I thank you for that. Um, I don't know if you guys have been listening long enough. to. The longer you stick with something, the more familiar you become with it. And uh, I know I'd be naive to think that there aren't some people who are listening to this that can smell it. What can you smell? There's a funk in the air right now. From what? Yeah, because there is. What, what's there bothering is. you? Nah, no, no, let's no, get, no, 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 let's get it out. That. No, no let's get it out. Why no, not? We're not going to do that. Why not? We're not going to do that. No, let's no, get it out. There's nothing to get out. I just, I just, I'm done. Why? Because we're not, we're not at a full hour. Yeah, yet. yeah we are. No, we we no. started at 429. Yep. I clocked it. Yeah, I always yeah, clock. Yeah, yeah, but actually, we, we're a minute over. But we had to do the, we, we put a pause. I need a break. We put a pause. No, no, no. We're not getting into this. No, let's get an argument here right now. That's not about an argument. It's not about an argument. I want to know the bullshit that you smell. I'm just, I'm frustrated. I get frustrated. Frustrated sometimes. That's all. You want things done on your time frame? No, I do not. I, I do not. I don't want things done on my time frame. Listen, if I didn't give a shit about you, I wouldn't give a shit about you. But the fact of the matter is, I really want to. I really believe and know that there is a deeper level of funny to you. And we've been doing this now for almost what two years. And in this two years, I still sense some of the same shit. And I'm guilty of it myself. There's some shit I know I need to break through to reach that next level. I'm not on, uh, God rest his soul, Patrice level. I'm not on Dave Chappelle level, but I'm right under that. But there's something I need to break through to get to that. There's something that you need to break through, and you're not doing it. And it frustrates me. Because when people come up to me and, they, and I hear them go, you guys are a great one-two combination. Boy, that was funny. Yo, he's funny. And I understand not everybody is everybody's cup of tea. For whatever reason, the cocksucker-sensitive bitch-ass nigga that walked out, if it was the Trump shit, hey, man, that was bound to happen. And even if it ain't the Trump shit, I could go on stage and murder for an hour 15, and I still might not be your cup of tea if you didn't really know who I was to begin with. But that being said, I understand comedy is subjective. I understand what works for one person ain't going to work for another. And just like you might have to defend me in the line of battle, I know I've had to defend you in the line of battle when people go, yo, that dude ain't funny. Why you got him? And I go, nah, motherfucker, he funny. And I understand it's just your level of intelligence or where you come from or your upbringing that don't allow you to understand where he's coming from. That all being said, I know there is another level of funny to you. And I want to get there. And sometimes the shit you be on, I be like, man, come on, man. Shake that shit. It's deeper than that. So that's all. 
There's the family fight. I love you, nigga, but goddamn. No, we're going to sign out now? Yes, I'm done. This is Andy. Your, your, your co-host <sighs> coming from the Not Nigga News Network. Yeah, that was the bad. That was bad timing. <laughs> you didn't have to do that shit. That, that was a sympathy, nigga. <laughs> oh, See why just, I don't like it? I don't like it. No, your timing was bad. And as a comic, you got to have better timing. It feels uncomfortable no matter what time it is. Oh, it, goodness. Unless- you just shit all over the gumbo, nigga. Um, Ari Spears, Instagram, uh, Patreon. Come on, man. I need y'all uh, subscribe. Uh, Pandora free. Uh, Facebook, Ari Spears. Cameo, cameo, cameo. You know the deal. Where are we next week? Oh, shit. Tampa. I'm going to be in. Ebor. I mean, Ebor City. I'm going to go get a tetanus shot. Why? Because I got to stay in that fucking condo. Comedy. Yeah, the condo. Why don't you just spring for the hill, man? <laughs> Because it's Spend free. some of them jukebox. It's nigga. free, man. Well, I, then, I don't well, have that kind of money. You, well, I'm going to get a tennis shot. It's, it's covered in my insurance. All right. Uh, I'm com. You can find all my social media at the upper right-hand corner. Um, T-shirts are still for sale. I got some. I got uh, the, the Sesame Streets are back in stock. Uh, I don't know if I'm allowed to call them Sesame Streets. Um, but whatever. Tension got thicker than an Atlanta stripper's thigh. I don't know why it had to get thick. Because it did. It did. And all these moments ain't going to be rosy. They ain't supposed to. No, I didn't say that they were supposed I'm to. I'm just saying. I just don't know why you still... Because, because... You harbor an ir- irritation. We out, man. Pussy ass, nigga.